Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you. Good morning, church. Good morning, church. I think if it's just the blessings of the worship alone, it's enough, you know, to be showing our teeth, just rejoicing. Let people be seeing you as you are going and say, what's happening to you? I've just worshipped the Lord. Good morning, church. Shout hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is good. You see, whether the devil likes it or not, this is my year of... Thank you for saying it for me, for me. As you have claimed it for yourself, so it will be for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for coming, and I want to thank the church for giving me the opportunity to speak to us this morning. And our topic this morning is walking in God's favor. Walking in God's favor. Shall we bow down our heads as we take a song of worship? And then... I pray and we begin. We are in your presence. Let it rain. Your Let it fall on me. We are in your presence. Let it rain. opportunity to come for this worship. We acknowledge, Lord, all your manifold blessings. Even if it's just this month alone, we thank you. 
even the opportunity to come to worship, it is by your grace. Lord, we are here before you. We ask in your mercies, open the floodgates of heaven. You have already blessed us, but Lord, we want to see Jesus. Open our ears to hear from you. Give us understanding of what you are saying. Lord, above everything else, we want to be children who obey you. Help us to obey you. Lord, I ask in your mercies, please, hide me behind the cross of Calvary. Let me minister like the oracle of God. Anoint my tongue for this message. In Jesus' name we pray. Walking in God's favor. We'll be taking some short passages as we go on. But every child of God needs the favor of God upon his or her life. The favor of God takes a believer to places where money can never buy, whatever money cannot buy. It takes you to places you never have been able to reach. It brings opportunities into your life. No matter how skilled you are, your skill cannot get it. Hard work cannot bring it as good as they are. If all you have has come only through hard work, through sweat, through toiling, then you are living a very difficult life. What hard work and sweat and toiling cannot bring into your life, the favor of God will bring it into your life. I have not said hard work is bad, though. You need hard work. You need your brain. You need education. You need many things. But when the favor of God adds unto it, you will reach places where your enemy can never reach. But I want to tell us that there are times, so it presents to me in Scripture, that in the calendar of God, such times, he steps in to favor his children. And of course, when he does, your days will never be the same. And the word of God tells us that there is a time when God shows favor to his children. There are times when he does. This is what the Lord says. In the time of my favor, I will answer you. That's what Isaiah 49 verse 8 tells us. In the time of my favor. The same Isaiah 61 verse 2 talks about the year of the Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor. Psalm 102 verse 13 says, you will arise and have compassion on Zion for it is time to show favor to her. God will arise on behalf of somebody here. 
This is our ear. We are trusting the Lord to show us favor. And our God will arise and show us favor in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The same Psalm 5 verse 12. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. As with a shield. Without the favor of God, we will find it to make we will find it difficult to make it. We will struggle. We will press on. So the question is: what is the favor of God? What is the favor of God? I want you to know that for me, in this message, favor is synonymous with blessing. Favor is synonymous with the pronouncement of blessing of God. But somebody once wrote, he said, favor is something good or helpful you do for someone else, usually at their request. But a blessing can come when you do something good for someone or when they did not even ask for your help. And God will just single you out for favor. But somebody described favor this way. He says, it is the power of God behind a believer which prepares the ground for success. Another person said, it is the grace of God which enables a believer to rise above competitive and negative forces. Somebody else said, it is to be given preferential and special treatment as compared to others. That is God giving you special treatment. God giving you, you know, treatment you don't deserve or I don't deserve. It means God stepping into our situation to make a significant difference that even others will see it, you yourself will know it. But many people in the Bible operated in the favor of God. Don't forget, favor for me, synonymous with blessing. Listen, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man on earth was great and vowed to destroy mankind. But what did God find? Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. May your name be Noah in the name of the Lord Jesus. In, this, in an environment, in this country of ours, where you turn left is negative, you turn right, seemingly everybody is doing it. Maybe, may you be the Noah of our time, that God will find you favorable, and he will shower his favor upon you, and spare you like he spared Noah, and raise you up, that you will be the mother of generations in the name of Jesus. Noah found favor. Because Noah determined to be different. When somebody is selected for something good among many qualified counterparts, you are found good. You are, I will give you a testimony shortly. 
such a person is enjoying the favor of God. For instance, Queen Vashti had been deposed and the king wanted a wife. There were many women, very beautiful, selected all round. But what do you find? Esther was selected among such beautiful ladies that are qualified to be the queen. We have it in Esther chapter 2, verse 15 to verse 17. Esther had the favor of God. Ruth was a foreigner and a widow, but he had favor. God granted her favor. He married Boaz, became the grandmother of David and the great-grandmother of Jesus our Lord. Favor. What favor can do? Our year of around blessing. We will see more of it. You know, let me give us a testimony. I think it was around 19... I, I will not fix definite name to the places, but it involved me. Around 1998, 1999, I was already, I had become a consultant in the teaching hospital, and some of you, like, like some of you know, as doctors, you can work in other hospitals when you are on holidays, on leave. We call it locum. You can go to England, you can go any country, as long as they find you suitable, just one month, and you go back to your main work. So, a company, a major multinational company here in Lagos advertised that they needed a gynecologist. Of course, I applied. And I was one of those called to come for interview. I think we were about 15 to 20 gynecologists for one post. So, I, even me, as a gynecologist, I asked myself, so what are they going to use to differentiate us? I said, no, God, I must have your favor. I must be number one. Then at the interview, I was very confident because I believed I had the favor of God. Then I saw one doctor come. I said, yeah, he's a Christian. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm telling you what happened. I just said it in my mind. My mind nearly gave away. I said, this is a Christian. Oh. Then I was debating. I said, hmm. He may be a Christian who doesn't know he's right, so why are you troubled? <laughs> so you stand your ground. Not knowing that he, he had seen me from a distance and was coming to me. Then he said, Dr. Liu, please come. If you are the one that gets this job, call me for locum. <laughs> but he also said, if I am the one that gets it, I will call you for locum. I said, yes. God, who are you going to choose now? To God be the glory. Before the result of that interview came, I was called at another place that, please, forget all other places. We are reserving a job for you. That's the job the grace of God gave me that I retired from. It was that doctor that got the job. The one we went to the interview. He himself retired two years ago from that job. I'm not mentioning the company. He got the job 
of that play, but God gave me something better because he told me that when we compared notes, my job was better. That is the favor of the Lord. But I imagine if he didn't know his left from his right, I could have swept him away and then he would go home and say, God, I'm a Christian. Now, why didn't I get the job? Know your right as a child of God. Please, don't be in doubt. It happened to me. I'm telling you my testimony. That's my testimony. When a man is chosen for the position he's not naturally qualified for, especially among others that are far better than him, he's experiencing the favor of God. If you have any doubt, go, go and study how David was called. David was the most unqualified most unqualified in his family. You get that in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 5 to verse 13. You can read it. The Bible says, oh, when the first one came, Abinadab, all of the, ah, Samuel said, Kai, it must be this one. Ah, it must be that one. And what did the Lord say? Samuel was so sure of himself that the Lord has rejected it. He has rejected it to the extent that None of that. Nobody was remaining. You know, he would have doubted. He said, are these all your children? There is one. He's rearing the sheep. And the Lord said, and Samuel said, go and bring it. Immediately he came. Already the favor of God was upon him. He was there doing your service. As many as are serving the Lord, you are serving quietly. May God grant you that favor. You may not be seen like I am being seen. But God sees you at your duty post. May the favor of the Lord fall upon you. Yeah. David came. We all know the story today. David became the king because God's favor was upon him. When a man seeks the face of God in prayer and has his request granted, He's living in the favor of God. <laughs> you know the story? Jabez. The Bible says, Jabez, you know the meaning of Jabez? I bore him in... And Jabez said, uh, 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 I'm going to the Lord. The Lord has to favor me. The Lord has to change my condition. God! Uh, uh, change, my, change my status. Change it for me. And the Lord heard, and the Lord granted the request. I don't know what, what, what your challenge is that is so deep that it's even following you day from day to day. You think it can never go. I, have, I even have more testimonies to give, but we will not give more. I will not give more here today. Some other time I'll give it. Jabez went to the Lord, and the Lord changed his status. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. May the Lord change your status from as a Jabez. Don't forget what Jabez did. Prayed, talked to God about it. I imagine he was persistent in prayer. I imagine he could have been that person who disturbed that woman, who disturbed the judge. And God said, no, I have to change his condition. I say, may your destiny be changed. 
destiny that is negative. May you align with the destiny of God. God is waiting for you, whoever you are. You are somebody who does not know him. God is waiting for you to from jump you from being a Jabed who is always bitter, everything, to the Jabed that has the des- that walks in the destiny of God. That, that is in the center of the circle of God's will for his life always. Just talk to God. When help is made available to a man at a time, I'm from a place he does not expect he's walking in the favor of God. <laughs> you want an example? The cripple who was waiting at the pool of Bethesda. The Bible says, when you go there, John chapter 5, verse 1 to verse 15, the Bible says that he had been like that in 38 years. The story goes that whenever the pool is steered, anybody who jumps in first got healed. Of course, as a cripple, before he can even rise from his mat, Many people would have even jumped in ahead. And of course, from year to year, he said, no need wasting your time. Just stay where you are. He accepted his condition. Are you there accepting your condition? But when the day of favor came, when the day of favor came, I say today is your special day of favor. In the name of Jesus. When the day of favor came, the Lord went to him. Do you want to be healed? Hey, Lord, no man to carry me to the pool. Do you want to be healed? That's what God says. Yes, Lord. Maybe the only thing after it, all the things behind me, all the things I used to do, I will do them no more. I want to walk with you. The Bible says that was the day of healing for the man by the pool of Bethesda because that was the day of favor. The favor of God is therefore manifested in different areas. No wonder it pleased God to give our general overseer all round, not just blessing, all round. You know, since I got it, whenever I'm praying, I will mention as many as I can remember. Spiritual favor. Hmm. Physical favor. I'll start spiritual favor first. I said, Lord, you remember how Solomon prayed to God. He didn't say money first too. Uh, I'll keep money at the back. After I have finished too, I'll say, mm, but God, in case there's something remaining, all around though, that's what I'm expecting you. That's what I've been praying for. Hallelujah. But we just want to look at a few examples. Because we are here for all-round favor. Medical favor. If you are sick, whatever your sickness, today is the day of favor. Our pastor, uh, Olowo, had led us beautifully. In fact, I was saying, I'm sure the Holy Ghost revealed some of the things he wants to do today, in case I don't mention it. And I'm going to mention it in case you missed. But please, don't be missing that time now. Ah, don't be missing it. You are dragging us back. When others are healed and they are running for God, you are still carrying sickness and you, you are ma- managing to walk. 
come early. Come and receive your healing. Ah, in hour of encounter, things are happening there. This is the, today is the day of medical favor. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have talked about, about the, the cripple by the pool of Bethesda. But that's not the only one. We know about the healing of Naaman. I'm bringing it out for a reason. Naaman was a leper. He was even not considered, you know, somebody in line to, re to eat at the table. He was taken from the crumbs. The crumbs were so good that he himself was healed. Can you imagine? If the crumbs fall in, he took out of them. What of if you were sitting at table? What will happen? You are supposed to be sitting at table. That's why I say, do you know your right? Do you know what God has for you? Are you there to take it? Our beloved sister Moladi mentioned obedience, obedience, obey for my benefit, for your benefit, not for somebody else's benefit. Obedience, just obey, just obey the simple word. Test God, try God, and say, God, your word says this. I'm obeying it, I'm walking with it, I'm running with it. Obey. I am doing the same thing. I'm not saying you should do it for me. I'm doing the same thing. I came to know the Lord and I'm walking by that faith. Bible, you see, uh, let's, can you please project Luke chapter 4, verse 27. Project it so that we can all read. Luke chapter 4, verse 27. Okay. Is it being projected? Okay. What did he say? There were... Naaman was not an Israelite. Naaman was not part of the people of God. How can we be here? Things will be happening outside for us. Jesus made reference to it. There were many lepers in Israel. Yet, only Naaman. Even some version will tell you, Naaman the Syrian was cleansed. Because you have not made yourself available. You've not taken yourself what God has made available for you. May that never be our testimony in Jesus' name. You have any form of leprosy. Don't hide it. Like the late Archbishop Idauta says, say, don't hide it in your pocket. If I, when somebody comes and is preaching, I want to see the hand first to see, because so that when it's like this, I want to see. Don't hide your leprosy there. Any problem that attacks you is a leprosy. Because it has no place in your body. God does not allow it. Hmm. Psalm 30 verse 2 says, Oh Lord my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. You remember blind Bartimaeus? Blind Bartimaeus, he couldn't see, he could only hear. And he was hearing noise, people passing, I guess. He was sitting by the roadside, always asking for money. The Bible says that blind Bartimaeus said, please, what is happening? You see, Jesus Christ of Nazareth is passing by. You see, that's very interesting. Because you just imagine, even in those days, story used to 
go. People used to spread these stories. Unlike some of us today, myself inclusive, you will hear the word of God. You keep it in your stomach. You hide it behind your clothes. Once you get out of the door, nobody hears about Christ from you. Blind Bartimaeus had heard about Christ. Even in those days, he wasn't in the city. He wasn't there by the roadside. Let me use this opportunity. The senior pastor queried us the other day when we were looking at statistics of the church and said, pastors, why is it that we have more people in the Sunday service but fewer people at the Bible study, I mean, at the Sunday school? And then somebody said, I observed. Others contributed. Many of you work, you know, so good, so well, you invite people. Maybe family members, you bring them to church. As soon as the service starts, you are the first to say, if you don't enter the car, I have gone. No. Why don't you complete your work as evangelist? Take them to Sunday school. Let them be taught. When they give their life to Christ, it goes into your account. Why do you hurry? Some teenagers were asked, I'm told, say, ah, I come with my parents, so my parents say they are going immediately after. I have to follow. They can't wait for Sunday school. Please, the future, the future, I am begging you. You bring somebody, God gives you the grace as I encourage, and you invite somebody, ensure you wait for Sunday school. If the person is hungry, buy bread, come along with it. Give the person to eat, carry the person to Sunday school. Spiritual food, physical food, you have fed the person. Do your so that the blood of that person is not required from your hand. The Bible says, you know, that I cried out to you and you healed me. And Psalm 103, verse 3 says, He forgives all our iniquities, He's, He heals all your diseases. It's when you cry out. You know, there is something I just want to draw attention to while I was preparing this note. Isaiah 53 verse 5. Can you project it please, quickly? I have it here, but I just want us to see it together. Isaiah, if possible, 53 5b. Okay, let's read the last word. And by his wounds... We are healed. By his wounds, we are healed. It's something continuous. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who is projecting? Project quickly, please. I want us to see together. That, yes. What did he say? By his wounds, you have been healed. You go to some other versions, it will tell, it will tell you, by his wounds, you were healed. So where God was doing his business, ah, it is continuing. Don't let anybody deceive you that healing took place those years ago. God is still in the business of healing. God is still in the business. Is it material things you want? Ah. 
divine favor, like it happened to me, I know I had divine favor. Can you imagine? I was in the teacher's hospital. I was earning. And then, please don't ask me how much I was earning, so that when you hear the number of times, you ask me how much was it. I was earning something. Then uh, I, got, I got a job, five to ten times the salary I was earning in the teacher's hospital. I almost forgot my box as I ran for the job. <laughs> God can give you something that you know that this couldn't have been anything but God. God did that for me, material blessing. I thought I was a champion where I was until I got to where I was going. And I said, God, eh? so there is life like this. That is the favor of God. If, if you have further doubt, let's look at Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to verse 7, in case they project it, but don't bother. Jesus wanted a boat. He wanted to go offshore. How many boats were there? There were two boats. And Jesus selected that of Peter. Why didn't he select the other one? It was the day of favor for Peter. And this time, spiritual favor. Peter rose to become the head of the church. That favor will be your portion. All round, all round favor. In Proverbs chapter 10, it said, the blessing of the Lord, what does he do? Makes rich. And what does he do? He adds no sorrow to him. Please, do not run after fear, after what you call his favor. You know, these days, many of us misinterpret. When you are appointed a minister, even your village people will come to you that talk. The door has, has been opened to us. The door of where? The door of of money, the door of treasury. Your salary is maybe a hundred thousand. Suddenly you are taking millions. You are in billions. May that never be your portion. If there's anything called favor, that's the favor of the enemy of Satan. That's not the favor of the Lord. Line line. Our sister, she's here. I'm seeing her. You gave a testimony one day. Was, she gave a testimony. She was in the church on a platform. She said she was asked to give, a, I mean, to apply for something. And she applied. How much are you going to take? She quoted, you know, we Christian. Instead of quoting 100 million, he put 1 million. And they say, is there anything wrong with you? How can you quote 1 million? Please, put this. So he said, no, the work is not up to this. I said, no, okay, you can take, when you quote this amount, you can take what belongs to you. We will, we will have the rest. <laughs> That was the end because our sister said, she told them, sorry, I'm not for that type of job. And she's here. She's listening to me now. I love that testimony. It's not, it's not the number of houses. It's not the number of cars, but your relationship with the Lord. The Lord who grants favor. That's what it means. When he blesses you, he doesn't add any sorrow to it. No sorrow. You will sleep in peace. 
were privileged yesterday to the glory of God. We were in Kirikiri uh, prison ministry. We, I joined the others. The Lord gave me grace. When I saw people, I said, wow. God, thank you for making me your child. I'm not saying all of them are there suffering for one thing or the other. Some may have actually been suffering for other reasons. I'm not here to discuss, but I give God the glory. It was prison ministry. And we minister to them. Thank you for all who were able to go and those who couldn't go but supported with one thing or the other. Can I call it family favor? Or marital favor? If you have been considered barren and God decides to favor you suddenly, those who have been, you know, laughing against you will begin to laugh with you. That's what happened to Hannah. We have talked about the story of Hannah before. You remember? You remember? We talked about Hannah. She went to the Lord. I said, Lord, I don't have this. My mate is laughing at me. Every other person is laughing at me. And the Lord did not go give him Samuel. He gave, him other, he gave her other children. And people tied their gilly and followed her for thanksgiving. People will follow you. Ah! Kai, kai, kai. I'm not, I don't know whether you can see the favor of the Lord. I've already seen it before I came here. Because the favor is just following me. It's following me. Ah, people will come rejoicing with you in the name of Jesus. It was not only, it was not only uh, Hannah. It also happened to Zechariah. The Bible says, when you go to Zechariah, read first uh, Luke chapter 1. It says they were both old. And the meaning of old is that they were past their age by human standard. But when the Lord decrees a thing, nothing can change it. If the Lord shuts a door against you, nobody can open it. And when he opens a door, no one can shut. The Bible says, Zechariah was told, you will have a child. And when it came to pass, people came rejoicing. The blessing of God is all around, though. Manifold. If you look at the life of Joseph, the Bible says he had medical favor. What does it mean? He lived long with good health. Did you read that Joseph was sick in prison? Did you read it? Since all this time you have been reading, he wasn't taken to hospital no report of any illness. He was in prison. He was in palace. He was a house help. Whatever you call it. A servant. No, not an ordinary servant that can come and go. A servant who was a prisoner. And yet, he had long life. I know I have long life and my name is Joseph. <laughs> if you like, change your name to Joseph. <laughs> we are talking of spiritual Joseph. <laughs> Hallelujah. He had material favor. He, he said to his father, I'm now in charge of the whole of Egypt. I want to rush through because time is gone. He had intelligence, wisdom. Let me call it wisdom favor. What, what was Pharaoh's testimony after he, Joseph uh, interpreted the dream? 
there is no one as discerning and as wise as you. Even, even marriage self, he had marriage favor. He said they took a wife and gave it to him. He didn't even look for. Even though the Bible says that he that findeth, no, yes, it's correct. He that findeth a good wife, findeth a wife, exactly obtains favor. They carried the wife and gave him. By the grace of God this year, favor upon 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 favor will be your portion in the name of Jesus. But brethren, God's favor is not automatic. Or does it come through wishful thinking? Just go and sleep at home. No. It flows out of a constant and healthy relationship with God. You must have a constant, regular, and healthy relationship with God. I don't have time to analyze that. But when you go to the book of Ezra, Ezra in chapter 1, I think, yeah, chapter 7, verse 1 to 5, you will see the descendants or, yes, the forefathers of Ezra. They could trace, they are mentioned there, they traced it to Aaron. Do you know Aaron? Aaron was the, chief, was the priest. Was the priest. While Moses was the prophet of God, Aaron was the priest. So, after generations, I think about six generations, he came to Ezra. And Ezra showed his love for God. Because even though Ezra was born in exile, her mind, his mind was still after God. Why don't you become an Aaron? And let your descendants dwell in the presence of God. Wherever they are. Whether they are in Canada, whether they are in America. Maybe very soon, some will go and live in the moon. Because they are exploring the moon. Whether they are there, they will dwell in the house of the Lord. Aaron to Ezra. And Ezra was the one that, like, caused it. The Lord granted favor to Ezra. How can somebody born in exile, you are known. It's not as if you are an indigent. He went to the king, and the Lord granted him favor. In fact, what he asked for, the king had dead to eat. You want to go and be, please go. Nobody should disturb Ezra. The favor of the Lord. Some of us were not giving good examples, even to our children, not to talk of laying down foundation for our grandchildren. As I'm speaking, please have a self-reflection. I'm having a self-reflection. What am I doing that is negative? May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. It comes from deliberately seeking God. Nicodemus sought God, despite his high position. He was a member of the council. That was the highest. Even though he went at night, at least he still sought God. He went to Jesus. How can a high official of that time go to Jesus that they, they are against? No, Nicodemus did. 
Jabez did. Jabez knew that my way is with the Lord. Daniel did. They gave him everything needed. Please, me inclusive, let's not try to soil the name of the Lord. How would you soil the name? You are involved in bribery. You are involved in corruption. Yesterday you were the one giving testimony of how God has blessed you. Be very careful. Please. It comes through continuing in total obedience to the word of God. Total obedience. Israel, when they were leaving Egypt, thank God they, they obeyed. May we never have the obedience that forced Israel to obey. You know what Israel is? Because they had suffered so many years, anything could have happened. They just said, oh yeah, pack your load down. Hey, fine. Before they finish the sentence, they packed their load. But it was God that initiated it. That's not the obedience I'm praying for. More than that you will have. Voluntary obedience. Because soon after crossing the Red Sea, they started murmuring against God. There are so many examples in Scripture. Please, obedience. Let's not forget hard work. Let's be dedicated. Let's be dedicated. Hard work and dedication yield results. The Bible tells us the develop, you know, the importance of developing a solid work ethics and putting all to the glory of God in it. The Bible says that if you see a skilled person, they will not stand before mere men. They will stand before who? They will stand before kings. Brethren, I wish that you will enjoy this season of God's all-round blessing. I know we have spoken mainly God's favor, but for me, God's favor is like God pronouncing blessing on you. Where are you? If God were just throwing around the blessing, the whole world would just be. But he wants. If you look at your life, he would have blessed you one way or the other. He would have granted you favor. But going forward, are you in relationship with the Lord? Are you in permanent relationship? Are you obeying the voice of the Lord? And that is the question that I throw to you that even if you think you have never, today is a special day. For you, you have never had any relationship with God. God's favor is just waiting to fall upon you. And today is the day of salvation. Wherever you are, whether you are listening to me online, whether you are downstairs in Peniel, or you are in the main auditorium here, wherever you are, I will ask you to have a relationship with God and say, God, now I am here. I am open to you. Just tell him, I want to be your child so that God's hand will be upon you. Because this is our year of all-round blessing. Shall we bow down our heads as we pray? Please. There's no... Nicodemus went to the Lord. There's no shame. In fact, it will be the day of rejoicing. Wherever you are, whoever you are. On the day of death, we are all going into the ground. Whether you are the richest or the poorest, ground is where we are going to. Six feet below. But have you ever thought about the day after? Jesus is waiting for you. 
You have to surrender. Therefore, you want to enter into this relationship with the master, Jesus. Please, wherever you are, just where you are sitting, I'm not going to ask you to come forward. Wherever you are, whether you are downstairs, please raise your hand. And if you are online, very soon, a number will be displayed that will appear on your set. Please, use that number and say, I am raising my hand over here. Or my heart has told me to raise my hand. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Thank you. Just raise your hand. Let me see. Thank you very much, Ma. God bless you. God bless you. Whoever is downstairs, please, there are ministers there who will pray with you. Just to pray with you. Pray for you and pray with you. Any other person, please, my time is up. I want to quickly pray and come down. Please, any other person, please, if the Lord is speaking to your heart, particularly our, br our brothers, our sisters, our friends who are online, you want to surrender your life and say, Jesus, I want to enter into a personal relationship with you to position myself for all-round blessing. Do not go back on that word. Just text, I have been forgiven to the number on your screen. Father, we thank you. For the sister who has indicated that today is the day of salvation for her. Lord, we ask that your favor will never depart from her house in the name of the Lord Jesus. But first, Lord, we pray for her that you will forgive her sins. Her name will be written in the book of life. And as many as may be online who is saying the same prayer now, Lord, I ask, oh God, that you will forgive their sins. Thank you, precious Father. For your children else who have heard your message, I pray that a consistent and personal relationship with you will be our goal. So that, Lord, your hand of favor will be upon us. We thank you most sincerely. In Jesus' name we pray.